Welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast, a space dedicated to inspiring and empowering women in their personal and entrepreneurial journeys. I'm your host, Karen Taylor, a holistic life and mindset coach here on a mission to help you magnetize your manifestations and generate soulful success as an ambitious woman. This podcast is your go-to resource providing you with insightful conversations and actionable strategies that will unlock your potential, ignite your passion, empower you to fully embrace yourself and expand your mindset to new heights. Prepare to be motivated, inspired and empowered as we dive deep into the mindset, energetics and strategies needed to create your version of success. So, Let's get right into it. Welcome back to another episode, you guys. Let me introduce to you this week's guest. She has been an entrepreneur for 10 years now and has run five successful businesses during that time. She has now found her passion and has steered more towards content creation, social media marketing, branding. She is the absolute queen go-to for any of my female entrepreneurs who are out there and listening, who are needing support around creating content, creating a better um, scheduling, how to have a better brand when it comes to their social media. She is an absolute powerhouse of a woman and she is one of my dear friends uh, who I have met through some personal development events and we instantly clicked and I knew that she has so much beautiful knowledge um, stored up there in her brain. So I knew that I needed to cover on the podcast here to really share that. She also used to be a mindset coach, manifestation coach, human design coach. She is a very well-knowledged, well-versed um, entrepreneur. Her current business, Creative Honey, is really there to help female entrepreneurs understand their branding, how to elevate their content, and just how to be really heart-led and soul-led in their business and in the way that they run their business as well. So I am super excited for you guys to listen to this episode. We really dive in a lot around creativity Um, how to really establish yourself as a brand and authority as well for online um, businesses who are using social media. It's such a valuable episode, you guys. I really hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. So let me introduce to you the CEO of Creative Honey, Ashley. Hey, Ash, welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to have you on here and pick your brain. And I know that you have just so much knowledge as well, like in the areas of, you know, branding, content, social media, and also just your whole entrepreneurial journey as well of you starting as a coach and then moving into this business and the human design coaching business. You're definitely very well versed on this entrepreneurial journey. And I'd love to dive straight into that as well. So do you want to start off just by with sharing with everyone who you are? what you do and just a little bit of like your story on all of the journeys you've been on to get you to where you are now yeah absolutely thank you so much um 
I never know where to start. So my name is Ashley and I'm the founder of a company called Creative Honey. This is actually my fifth business that I've created in the last 10 years of being an entrepreneur. And I've created this business so that I can have an Australia-based business because on the journey of following my entrepreneurship, I actually followed my soul to Australia and obviously met yourself and created this business here. So right now my expertise and my business really stems around content creation, passive income and empowering women to create their own time and location freezer. But my business has started in the beauty industry over a, a decade ago, like maybe 15, 16 years ago. I'm going to show my age here. And I started my first um, business when I was 24. So that was 10 years ago, nearly 10 years ago. Um, and it was in the beauty industry. And I really was at the forefront of social media when I started. And not many people were doing it. People were not going live. And I remember the first time that I went live and so many of my friends were like, what is she doing? I can't believe she's doing a facial live or I was tattooing live and I was doing these really beautiful talk throughs of the treatments I was doing and it was really unheard of them. So I tried my hardest running that business to be using social media and that's how I got most of my business. I actually lost that business to my allergies. I became really allergic to the products and I had to give it up. So I sold everything. I got a one-way ticket to Bali. I retrained as a coach and I became a business coach and human design mentor for women where I taught um, group coaching programs, one-to-one um, -one coaching and really high ticket mentorship. So that journey lasted me for a good few years. And in the last 12 months, I decided I wanted to help as many women as possible. And so I opened Creative Honey to create a much, much lower ticket option for women who want to get started in business and want to get started in passive income. So that's kind of a nutshell. <laughs> There's so many stories that go along inside it. But if I'd be here for hours. Mm, no I love that and yeah I know obviously we know each other personally so I do know more of like that deeper journey and there's been I uh, so much ups and downs in that and a lot of pivoting as well like I'm curious to know like what kind of helped you make those pivot and those changes from like being human design mental coach to then be like you know what I'm just gonna go full swing and go down this route of like content and branding and you know low ticket like memberships and offers like what did that pivoting and transition kind of look like for you? Um, okay, so I don't know whether it's because I'm a Capricorn or because I'm a generator in human design, but I've got to be satisfied in what I'm doing. And the Capricorn in me, when I start doing something, I go all in and I become the expert at it. I study everything, I absorb it all, I make it my entire personality. And then once I feel like I'm completed in that, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing that's going to excite me and light me up? And I give myself permission to follow that. So I used to think that this was a downfall and I'm not advocating for anyone to change and burn their business to the ground every three months because they're bored a bit. But I am encouraging people to give themselves permission to grow and to change as each phase of yourself changes. Because on this journey, I've gone through major healing journeys and I've completely changed as a person. So while my first business was built on wanting to have money so that I could go out and get drunk all the time and party like a wild child and drive my Audi and have and spend thousands, literally thousands on shoes. 
And then my journey was to create an online business and um, create as much money as possible so I could live all over the world and buy business class tickets to tra- travel wherever I wanted. Now, my intentions behind my business is so that I can have a business that I only have to run two hours a day. Um, focus on the family that we're going to have in the future, focus on my partner and the life we're building at home. So I think your business really does reflect and is meant to reflect the stages that you're at in life. And it's really important to pivot and make the changes you need to make so that it suits the phase of your life that you are in, right? When I was a a single woman living in Indonesia and traveling the world is so different to being settled in Australia, having our own home and planning a family. It's a completely different energy. And the other thing about the pivots is I failed a lot. And I saw something this morning and I'm really, actually is really interesting for this conversation is a failure is just a pivot. Like if you can actually take on that a failure is just the universe going, something's not right, change this. And you can make those changes in a grounded way then you're gonna consistently grow in your business. But if you take failure on as an identity, then you're gonna feel like a failure consistently. So a lot of my pivots came from mistakes, definitely. Mm, 100%, yeah. Like there's no such thing as failures. It's just, all right, how do I do this differently? What what needs to change again? Yeah, what needs to pivot? Um, thank you so much for that because I know there are a lot of people, a lot of my audiences are still in those really early stages, but I, I love having people who have like been on this journey and this roller coaster for like five, 10 plus years and can really advocate and say like, hey, guys, it's okay if you fail. It's a journey. Things are going to change. You're going to evolve and being okay with just like with that process. Um, I'm curious to know, like diving into your current business now. Who is like your ideal client? Like who, when someone comes to you, what is it that they come to you for? Like when they're needing help, like how do you solve their problem? Okay, so there are all two types of people that I work with. So we're talking entirely female entrepreneur and entirely small business based. So I work with brand new business owners. So if you have no idea what you're doing and you want something to get you started and you want to turn your passion into a business, I help you to do that. So whether that is creating a course online or becoming a coach or just trying to figure out how to turn your wisdom into social media and into education for your audience that is going to be able to get you sales, I help you from the beginning. And then the other side of my business is if you've been in business for a while and it's not doing what you want it to do or you're not getting to where you want to go, then we work on the systems and the internal systems so the practical systems in your business and the systems that are inside you in your soul in your life um even down to systems in your kitchen have a massive effect on your business and i help female entrepreneurs that are stuck to get out of that energy and into their next level so i help women go from zero to five figure months and i help women go from five figure months to multiple six figure months it just depends on what we have to get into their business to figure out and help them get unstuck Mm, i love that and i'm curious to know like when it comes to content and like instagram in particular like what are like the common roadblocks or common problems that people come to you for that you that you see 
Um, okay, so most people will come to me and they'll go, I don't know what to post or what I'm posting isn't working. Um, and they will have an idea that of how Instagram should be. And it's probably Instagram 2018. It's probably social media from a few years ago. So just as we were talking about ourselves, we pivot and we pivot and we grow. So does social media. And so it's about staying slightly ahead of the game and that's almost impossible for every single entrepreneur to do alongside their business and that's why you can tell you what those things are right so I, I the templates that I teach and the outlines that I teach to create your social media because I even do step-by-step tutorials now um they're all on the up-to-date strategies, the up-to-date systems on what is Instagram is pushing out, what is working, and the easiest ways to do them. I think people really make it harder for themselves than it actually has to be. So people kind of try and reinvent the wheel too much. They really try and reinvent the wheel and try and be different, and yet just being who you are is different enough. You are your own niche. And I'll say, I say this all the time, you are your niche. And so sometimes trying to reinvent your social media wheel and do things differently is almost too much for your business. It's too much for your mindset. You've got other things to be creating and worrying about. And instead of having to worry about trying to figure out what to post. And so I provide that for you. I tell you exactly what to post, when to post it, how to post it, why you're posting it as well. Because a lot of people don't understand the the background of your content pieces. They don't understand that we have to educate our audience and we do it in different ways. Um, and we have to engage our audience and encourage our audience. Um, so it's about staying up to date and keeping you informed with all that information that can be really overwhelming to find on your own. Mm-hmm, most definitely, yeah. I find that, and like even still now, I'm, I feel that I'm a coach, but I'm also like a marketing guru and then I'm mm-hmm. a creator. And then I'm like, and then I'm also like an accountant. Like I'm wearing yeah. all the hats all the time. And yeah, I like I've definitely been a lot better with it now and learned how to manage it. But I even see a lot of women that still come to me. They're like, I just have creative blocks. I don't know what to post. And sometimes it is even just their mindset too and that creativity part. Um, I'd love if you could kind of touch on that. Like what kind of causes women to, you know, feel like there's a block between being creative or being expressive? Like what do you yeah. commonly see? So there's a reason that my business is called Creative Honey because I am a creative to the core and I am so passionate about creative energy and working with our creativity. So... I often find that women who are struggling with their creative blocks or there's a phrase that I hear all the time and it's, I'm not very creative. And it's not true. Creativity isn't what someone is. It's not who they are. It's an energy that is available to us at all times. It's just that you haven't found your way of tapping into it or you haven't given yourself permission to explore it. So I always say like every time you cook your dinner, that is creativity. Every time you get dressed in the morning, that is creativity. The products that you choose, the style that you have, the books that you read, these are all part of your creativity. Now, when people are blocked in their creativity, it is because something is misaligned. Something just isn't 
gelling or is it working and more often than not it is you and the thing that is misaligned is that you're trying to force your creativity you have to be creative you have to make it flow um so I would say the first thing I would say if you're stuck in your creativity turn your computer off step away from your laptop and go and have fun like I don't care what it is whether you go for a walk or you dance around your house in Bali we used to go to the batting cages and we used to just go um, axe throwing and do all these weird things just to shift this energy. There's a somatic exercise that you can do with a pillow where you just slam it onto the floor. And it's about shifting out the energy that is stuck within you so that that energy can flow again, that creativity can come and flow through you. Now, if you have a lot of external junk, and you don't have the right systems in your life and in your business, creativity is going to get stuck because your mind and your energy is caught up on all the other things. And this is why when I was saying about your kitchen, if your pantry is completely disorganized and chaotic and every time you open it, something spills everywhere, your creativity is going to be blocked. If your emails have got 10,000 emails backed up, you're blocking your creativity. You're blocking even money from coming in you create your financial resistance um, and you're creating creative resistance because money and creativity are two in the same so yeah have a little look around your life like be honest with yourself and say where if I, where am I carrying too much excess too much junk and how can I clean that up and when you clean that up you create more space for creativity to come through Mm, I love that. Yeah, I've heard people talk about that same thing, like with money and abundance. Like if you have like shit in your car everywhere, or you've got like a bunch of old clothes that you never wear, or yeah, like your kitchen's a mess, or you know, like doing like a purge and a cleanse just to allow like kind of more things to move through. Um, yeah, I I recently like cleaned my car yesterday, and I'm like, I feel so good. <laughs> like, it's funny you said that. I need to do mine. <laughs> I was looking today like there's receipts there and I don't only have a car like this. And to be honest, when I was younger, I had the messiest car. When I was mess, my car was a mess, mm. like a complete mess. Whereas now today I was like, oh, there's there's receipts somewhere. And it's like, that's the majority of what is wrong with my car. Just the receipts that I've put there when I've been to the supermarket and I just have to move them out. Mm. But I notice if there's junk there. And it's every area of your life. Yeah, it's crazy. Like your internal world really reflects your external. Um, And your social media. Like ask yourself how you feel when you're scrolling on social media. And if it gives you the ick, if it frustrates you, if people make you feel uncomfortable, if it makes you feel like you're not good enough, if it makes you feel like you're never going to be able to create the business of your dreams, you need to go on a mass unfollowing or at least mute all of these people for a later date and clear out what you are consuming out of your soul, out of your mind, so that you can just be clear on what you're meant to create and get back into your own lane. If you are listening to this podcast, chances are you're an ambitious woman who craves expansion. Are you looking for a supportive community that inspires growth and empowers you? Then you're in the right space. Join my Holistic Mindset Podcast Facebook community specifically designed for women just like you. In this community, you can connect with like-minded women going through their own self-development and entrepreneurial journey. You also have access to my free masterclass resources 
in other self-development content that cannot be found anywhere else. This is your chance to surround yourself with motivation and inspiration while building genuine connections that can up-level your mindset and life. Follow the link in the show notes below to join this abundant Facebook community and start expanding your mindset today. Mm, yeah, I, I came across something recently too, actually, about um, like over-consuming content. Like I know a lot of people don't. I, I do it at times. I'm like, yeah, I'm just looking for inspiration, but I'm just like scrolling and looking at what other people are doing or how they're doing it and how they're creating it. And I'm just like over-consuming. And in turn is like obviously then blocking how I want to create content, how it feels good for me. And um, I'm curious to know like what is, yeah, your take when it comes to like overconsumption of like other people's content and then being able to find your way through that market as well because I know that there's so many people out there on social media um, all kind of talking about very similar things and then also mm-hmm. just how to stand out in that space too. Yeah. So anything that I say, there's someone else that's going to contradict it. And there are a million social media managers who I'm going to contradict by what I say. So whatever it is you're looking for, and that's in any industry, there's going to be uh, coaches like you who completely contradict what you say and it goes around in circles. So what I'll say about this is tune into yourself and intentionally consume your content. Now, when you're going through it, if it doesn't resonate with you, mute that person for a while. And only follow the people who it it shakes you to your core and you're like, yes, this is the person who I want to follow to learn about content. I teach soulful content. I teach content that doesn't make you feel stressed, that you don't have to create a million a day, but that is intentional and helps you move your audience. So I really work with soulful entrepreneurs and which is why I work with women, because if like a, a strong masculine comes along and wants to create the content he wants to create. I am not the person for him. So if we're following all of these different ideals, we're going to feel so overwhelmed by what it is. So you need to educate yourself to limit yourself, limit who you're watching and limit what you're taking on board. If you want to work with a social media manager, if you want someone to support you in your content, work with them for three to six months minimum before you change again. One thing that we see is social media manager hopping or um, like uh, influencer hopping. So people say my information and then they'll go on to someone else's information. They'll be like, nothing's working for me. When I ran my last group program, group coaching program, excuse me, um, one of the girls said to me, um, my strategies never work. And I was like, okay, so how long are you doing your strategies for? And she's like, well, never more than a week because they don't work. And I'm like, you have to keep them going because the universe needs time to catch up. Your algorithm needs time to catch up and your audience needs time to catch up with you. So limit who you're consuming from and choose a handful of people that you're going to take that information in and mute the rest for a while. You have to advocate for yourself when it comes to consumption and you can't um, blame or attack the information that you're getting. You can't say, well, they told me this and they told me this because you're responsible for what you consume and you have to be an intentional consumer, especially when it comes to your business. So for me, I have multiple accounts and I will only look at the, the 
account and research that I want to on Creative Honey so that I only see what I want to see. The algorithm will see what you follow and it will show you more of what you follow and show you more of what you want to see. And then I have other accounts that I've got bro marketers and things like that on because I used to follow them and my algorithms picked up. And then I have my personal account, which is full of panda videos, right? Like it's just, you have to be intentional and know what you're going on that page for and then turn that page off when you're not getting it. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise it's just going to keep feeding back to you what you don't want to see. And again, just coming back to just, again, purging people that you're following and doing that cleanse, right? Purge, just do it all, purge it all. Uh, I'd love to pick your brain just to kind of help people who are listening, who are still in the early stages and are a bit lost with content. Um, obviously, yeah. I'm seeing you, but what are some, like, is there like certain content, I want to say content pillars, but what I mean by that is there's certain types of content people should be posting to gain like that attraction marketing in their content, like educational and like mm-hmm. building transformation like I know I've been taught multiple different things myself but I'd love to know what do you kind of teach in that aspect all of it so yeah all of it but don't overwhelm yourself with this so my favorite thing that I teach is there are two psychological triggers that your audience wants you want your audience to hit when they come to your page and the first one is this is where I'm meant to be And the second one is, this is who's going to help me. Now, your content pillars are going to help you get that across to your audience the second they find your page. So you want to create a combination of educational posts. So these are facts telling posts. Um, Marie Folio said, facts tell, stories sell. And that's a huge part of how you create content. So educational posts give facts. It's three tips to, it is, Um, education is things you've moved your clients through and it is giving them to the point factual information with no call to action don't put a call to action on there give the value and let it drop and then you also have storytelling content which is the stories that you and your clients have or have previously or are currently moving through so you can share that journey with your audience and that allows the relatability factor. So people go, you know what, this this is the person that is gonna help me. This is the person that really gets what I've been through and she's helped all these other people do it as well. So I wanna work with them. So I would cover um, educational content. Um, they used to do the four E's, it was educational, empowering, entertaining, and I forget the fourth one, but that's the kind of what you wanna hit storytelling content, educational content, and um, entertaining content, because otherwise people are going to get bored. And if you stay consistent, if you stay um, with your color themes, if you um, build your brand kit out properly, and you stay consistent with that, they're going to recognize you every time they see you on their feed. And it's going to sink in with them that you are the person that's going to help them. And this is the brand that really, really, really gets them. So educational, storytelling, and entertaining, create a mix of all three and you are golden. Mm, I love that. And when it comes to like personal brand and, you know, that authenticity and standing out, like how does that overlap and, you know, marry in with that strategy of hitting all those um, content pillars? Like why is personal brand in that 
expressing that authenticity of that person so important as well when it comes to their content. So statistically, people buy more from a person than they do from a brand, which is interesting because I'm a brand. Um, But they resonate with a person and an individual. They are far more likely to buy your story than they are to buy your product. And when people, if you think of kind of some of your favorite things that you've bought, I know with myself, a lot of the things that I've bought, I've bought the story way more than I've actually bought the product. Like I've bought into how they've sold it to me or or what they've told me when I've bought it. And the storytelling of your personal brand, especially as a coach. So if you're a coach, they need to know that you have been on that journey and that you deeply understand where they have been. With social media, we are completely surrounded by people and by individuals and it's a time where it's never felt easier to connect with people but people have also felt so disconnected so when you find those personal brand stories and you find that relatability with an individual people stick with them for a long time I've followed the same people and I'm inspired by the same people that I was five ten years ago and it really just resonates with your audience your personal brand and your personal brand is is you your personal brand is your journey your personal brand is all of those mistakes all of those mishaps that you think are insignificant that you think are not relevant are the most relevant things that you could post those stupid little mistakes that you've made are the things that your audience is gonna go I get it I love you I love you for speaking on this and that's what's going to make the difference to making flooding your DMs and having people want to buy from you constantly. Whereas every day you're waking up to a new sale, it is your story and your personal brand that is going to make that happen. Mm. And if your personal brand is also solving their problem, that's that's the ticket, right? Mm, I love that. And yeah, I'm definitely like on reflection when it comes to even my content and things that I post and share, like whenever it's something just real war in my life or my journey or my story, like that's when I've had the most engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I try and teach this to all my clients too. I'm like, just show people you in your life. Because as you were saying, like there's so many people online now and we just want to connect to other humans and other people who are real and raw and don't try and put on a front or try and be perfect or you know, do what people think they want them to do. It's just being you. But then obviously there's this fear of this judgment and like, but what if this? Um, and obviously I know you've got probably more coaching, way more coaching experience than me, but what kind of, how do you kind of help your clients if they come with you saying that they've got a bit of fear on showing their personal brain and expressing themselves online? So one of the biggest things, first of all, let's just touch on, it's not how long we've been a coach. It's who we are as a coach that makes the biggest difference for our audience. And there are some coaches that I know have been in this industry for a decade and they don't give half as much value or create half as much resonance with their audience as you do. Um, So when people are in fear, when I'm working with people and they're in fear, so I'm a fully qualified um, EFT practitioner, I'm a life and business coach and cognitive behavioral therapy, NLP, um, 
all the things, human design, all of these things, and I use them. We use them to move you through them because fear is very real. It is an experience that we see so often when you're showing up online. One of the biggest blocks I had to move through, and I used timeline therapy to move through this, which I also help people with, is I had a timeline therapy session. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't showing up on social media and why I wasn't putting myself out there. And there was a trapped memory from when I was 10 years old of some nasty little girl who told me I didn't deserve to go to the school I wanted because she gave me the answer to a mock exam. One answer weeks before. And I held that within me that I didn't deserve to be a success in my business because of this 10 year old little girl from when I was 10. And And it blew my mind. And there are fears and moments in our entire lives that are all adding up to why you're not showing up online. It isn't just that you're not consistent. Your consistency probably comes from a lack of value on yourself or from something that is going on internally that we have to move through first. When I broke through this, I got to 21,000 followers in six weeks when I moved through that session. So remembering that your internal work really does reflect how much content you're going to create and how you're going to be able to show up is important. So for me, EFT tapping is the golden ticket when you are struggling to create content. If you are struggling to create, if you're struggling to tap to your tap into your creativity, tap on your meridian centers and get that creativity back. It opens up the floodgates and it helps you release the fears. Um, so we actually do a lot of this inside my programs and there's a lot already built because this is a common theme. Some of my EFT scripts that we've got going are tapping for a 10K month because people are scared of actually making a 10K month. They don't know what it means. I am tapping for your confidence to show up online because people struggle with it. It's not rare if you're listening to this and think I can't show up online, I could never do it. That's not rare. That's so normal to feel. So what we have to figure out is why you feel that way what stories are you telling yourself? What lies are you carrying within that means you're not good enough to show online, show up online? Let's shift them and then let's help you actually show up online. Mm, I love that. And where was that center? You're saying there was a certain center that helps. Oh, your meridian centers. So with EFT, you have several. So you would, yeah. you, it's a process. I'll, I'll send you some. And then you can have a little play around. I've done them before, but I was just curious to know, was that like around the chest, that particular? So this is the one I come to more than anything. So if you look at where your collarbone is here, um, and it's like, um, I've seen some people will go below the collarbone. So if you follow Gala Darling, she'll just tap on her chest. But the actual meridian center is like right next to the the point of your collarbone right there. On them there. Um, Or like here on your forehead and on your temple as well so any of your meridian senses you can actually just shift that energy by tapping on them um and you can also stimulate your vagus nerve so that you change your nervous system so you can pull on your ear like this if you just grab your ear and pull out you can pull it up and you can pull it down and this can help you to reset your nervous system yeah so these are things that you can do right before you're creating content to get you into your creative flow and yeah i've just learned something 
No, I've done EFT tapping before, but I definitely, yeah, I'm curious. I'd love if you could send me some. That'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyone that's curious, just head over to Ash's um, Create Funny page and you can ask her too. Um, before we wrap up, I want to ask you one final question. Yeah. What do you think is, if someone is starting out um, with their page and on their journey with business, like what is your number one advice to them when it comes to them creating their Instagram page and starting to create content? Like what would be your one piece of advice for them just to get started or one thing to focus on? Okay, so it's not about you. It's about your audience. So one of the biggest things that I see and people who have their blocks on social media is it's I, I, I. I did this. I helped my client through that. I did this. I'm, I'm, and their their stories, their bios are often I help as well. Now it's not about you. It's about your client. It is about the person that you know whose life you can change. So it's about stepping into that business energy and that business mindset of saying, I'm here to help you. So I'm going to take the ego out of this and I'm going to be of service. And then you start showing up as service. So yes, we tell our stories and we say, here's how I moved my client from A to B. And here's the journey that I've been on that helped me learn this, this and this. But it's all about how you can do it too. And how you can, for for me, for example, this is how I learned how to create content. Here's how you learn how to create content. Here's how to create content for your business. I know how to create content for my business. I'm not creating a diary. I'm creating an educational platform. There's a mindset shift that I love that I'm going to share right now. And that's a good one to finish on is think about your social media platform as the number one resource in your industry and treat it like that. Treat it like that. Treat yourself and your social media as the go-to resource and show up when you are creating content as if you already have 10,000 followers, if you already have 200,000 followers. I have accounts with 20,000 and I'm wherever my current one is, not even at 200 yet, still making the same amount of money on each because I'm showing up with the right energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm showing off as if it's already happened because to me, it's already inevitable. I've made this pivot, I've changed it, and I'm growing. And so your page is the go-to resource. You are the go-to resource. And start showing up for your audience and for your client and less, about, and less for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's an awesome way to finish, Ash. I, that actually hit me till like, oof, yeah, that was a good reminder. A good reminder. Yeah. Can you tell everyone where they can find you and yeah, how they can work with you even? Yes, I would love to. Um, So you can find me at Creative Funny Social. That is on Instagram and that's my website as well. So the ways we can work together, I have a $7 a month membership. Like this is buttons teaching you how to create content from start to finish, helping you to know what to post, giving you the exact prompts every single day, helping you with the mindset shifts that we were just talking about for creating content. It is $7 a month and I give you the templates you need as well, like all the templates in the world. So there's new templates every single month, live sessions, um, live content creation sessions, live coaching sessions. So that's my main mini membership. But we can also... um support you in creating your first online course, 
creating your digital products and in creating your coaching business. I've got two big programs about to launch, big memberships. One of them is called The Coaching Circle, which is an online membership specifically for coaches that's $27 a month and helps you to run the actual business. Because so many of us qualified as coaches, but we don't know what we're doing as a business. So I'm creating all of that into a package so that you know what to do month in, month out to grow your coaching business. And the same with a course creation, helping you create a course that you can sell on repeat, on autopilot and get that out to your audience. So they all sync in together, my beautiful memberships. Um, and if you enjoy, if you join the higher ones, you get the content flow as well. So yeah. I do do one-to-one sessions here and there, but they're very, very exclusive. So you'll have to DM me and talk me into that one. (laughs) Amazing. And I love that these are so, 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 so affordable with so much value. Um, It's amazing things. I don't see anything else like this in the gap, uh, in the market. It's definitely a gap. Yeah. Um, But Ash, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this. You guys, I'll have all the links for Ash's socials um, in the show notes. But Ash, thank you so much for coming. I really enjoyed this chat. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. I hope today's episode has inspired you and provided valuable insights to help you expand your mindset. Thank you for tuning in each week and being a part of my journey. If you loved this episode, go share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can see it. Your support and engagement towards this podcast means the world to me. Now, remember, the only limit you have is the one you place on yourself. So keep expanding. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be in your ears next Monday.